Hello, JCI Canada. This is Neil from the America's Development Council, and I'm joined with my glamorous co-host, Sue, who is one of the 2020 National Vice Presidents here for JCI Canada. And we have a very special guest with us on the podcast today. We have Nadia, all the way from JCI Belgium, and she is one of the 2019 International Vice Presidents for the Americas. Welcome. Thank you. How's the convention been? Oh, the convention is very nice. I'm really having a great time here in uh, in Vernon. It's the first time I'm being here and I'm really enjoying the nice weather and the nice people, the amazing program. So congratulations already on this very nice convention. Thank you. It's been a lot of work, but it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, and we really appreciate having you here. Thank you so much for coming all this way. Um, you did a training for us through the, through the convention and I, it's a training that's very relevant, and um, I think our members got a lot out of it, um, training on the sustainable development goals through the United Nations. So can you tell us, what are the sustainable development goals? So SDG, in, in short, is sustainable de development goals are um, 17 goals adopted by the United Nations in September 2015 during the um, General Assembly. Um, and these 17 goals are... Um, meant to be addressed and solved by 2030 in order to um, to increase the quality of life of in, on earth for all of all um, for all human beings and for the quality of life even of uh, of each um, living being on the world awesome and uh, if you could if you could, for our listeners, um, give me a similar answer in French and français, s'il vous plaît. Okay. Les objectifs du développement durable sont donc 17 objectifs qui ont été adoptés lors de l'Assemblée la, générale des Nations Unies en septembre 2015. Euh, les défis dans le monde et pour augmenter la qualité de vie de chaque être humain et de chaque être vivant sur Terre. Merci beaucoup. Um, ok, so then we have our 17 sustainable development goals for basically creating positive change and, and making the world a better place. So can you elaborate a little bit more on how that ties into what we do in JCI, what, are, what, what we strive to do in JCI? So, as you all know, I hope at least, um, so we are empowering young people to cre create positive change in our world. So, the Sustainable Development Goals are actually 17 tools for us to um, focus on where we, where we want to go by 2030 and beyond. And we should link each of our projects we are realizing to one or several of these uh, SDGs in order to uh, really make a positive impact with what we are doing. And um, investing our energy in something sustainable um, for the future. I really like how you uh, labeled the goals themselves as a tool. They're, they're effectively something that we can use and, and directly apply to our projects um, to create that positive change that we strive for. That's really nice, I like that. Um, and how can JCI, or what can JCI do to help achieve those goals? And where, where are we at? So actually, um, we have 17 of these goals, main goals. 
um, but each goal has about 10 uh, sub-goals. Uh, so we have in total 168 uh, missions we should achieve by 2030. And by taking like uh, what's very um, popular for now, it's uh, the climate change we are facing. And one of the SDGs, for example, is uh, climate action. It's uh, goal number 13 or responsible consumption is uh, goal number 12. So these are, for example, um, goals we can use uh, in order to think about projects we should do in order to make our environment uh, cleaner and, uh, and, and, and more sustainable. And I didn't, I didn't realize that there were sub-goals underneath of each of these 17, so 168 tools, 168 pieces of information that we can use for inspiration for projects. Um, going to your home chapter, can you think of any projects that they're doing specifically designed to achieve any of these goals? Uh, yes, even I'm coming from a very, very, very small local organization, um, but we did recently uh, training about first aid, and this is definitely a, um, a project what can be linked to goal number three, uh, good health and well-being, where everybody learns the first uh, steps and, and gestures you have to do when someone is in, in, in need. So just by doing some simple actions, we can link almost each of our positive actions to one or more of these goals. And I think um, 168 sounds quite scary, doesn't it, to somebody who may be a, a new member. So with all the travels that you've done representing JCI, uh, Nadia, can you talk about some projects where a new member could get involved? So, you know, for example, goal number one is no poverty and goal number two, zero hunger. So can you talk us through some examples where, you know, somebody who may have been a member for six months or a year could still make some positive impact? Of course. I mean, that's the whole purpose of JCI is doing a positive and sustainable impact. And I think it's just a tool. And it's for me, it's quite easy to link most of our projects to any of these SDGs. Um, it's um, I'm thinking like about when I was in JCI Haiti, um, they are doing every year on Mother's Day um, a blood donation because they realize that mothers, when they give birth, often die because they lose too much blood. So they are doing a project on um, blood donation to help young mothers to to stay alive after giving birth. And this is something essential for their country in order to, to have the population um, being in, in a good health. And it links easily to, to goal number three again. Mm -hmm. If you run that back through the active citizen framework, you're really uh, finding the problem, finding the root cause, and, and really going after solving it effectively by collecting blood donations. I really like that. Yes, it's um, what we sometimes not focus enough is um, to see the root cause of the problems and not only see the, the, the peak of the iceberg, but going, going more thoroughly, looking for what is the reason why we have this issue and uh, asking ourselves the question, why is this happening? Why do we have a lot of violence in, in the community? Is it because um, people are just uh, negative? 
they are bad or is it because they are suffering hunger, because they don't have money, because... And we should ask the question why as often as we can to see what is the root cause of any problem and take it from there to bring it to um, to a project that can really make the change in the of the root cause and not just just addressing something what's uh, just the peak of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. Um, and th that's something that I struggle with and it, and and really it's always a learning process, but how many times do we ask why? How do we know when we find that root cause? Well, I mean, you can ask it as often as you want, <laughs> but at sometimes if you ask it too often, um, you might end up with some not maybe not any more very logical um, connections. Or on the other hand, you will um, go into situations where you as an individual or an NGO cannot really change something. If we are talking about um, issues where it comes to corruption in the, in the government, I think it's not uh, possible for an NGO to change basically the government or how the government is working, but can could maybe do some work in order to... Um, to create awareness about um, about uh, fair elections and uh, do some communication, but you have still limits what you can do as an individual and an NGO, and you should know these limits and take it from there where you where you are able to to act. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious out of the 17 sustainable development goals, are there some that are more prominent than others? Are there some that are just they're the low hanging Fruit? Are they some people that have projects, more projects on specific ones? Well, I would say all 17 might be relevant for everybody, but some of them are more prominent for some countries than in others. Um, and before I traveled to Canada, uh, when I was preparing my training, I was looking into the, my world survey to know what was were the three most important um, goals for Canada. And I could find out that we were talking about zero hunger, number two, quality education, number four, and clean water and sanitation, number six. So for Canada, this seems to be the most important for now. That is a really great uh, piece of information. Uh, and because Canada is so huge and we have multiple bodies of water in this country, where did that, the the which sustainable development goal was it? Number six, the clean water and sanitation. Um, where did you find the problem with that in Canada? So that's a tricky question for me yeah. because I didn't look really far away, deep, more deeply to, to get more information about that. But I, I heard this information from your national president, Crispin, mm -hmm. already uh, a few months ago. Um, Unfortunately, I don't have the answer to that question, but um, there must be something in the in the governmental uh, how do you say um, procedures that doesn't give enough access to clean water or to. I think, and and that I think now that I'm thinking about it, um, the further we go north, I think there's less access to. To clean water and sanitation, yeah. and then the other two mm. were number four, number uh, number four, and number two in Canada. So quality education and zero hunger. 
and I think that they're I think they're projects as well that chapters of any size can really get involved in. Mm-hmm. I've seen some chapters where for number two for Zero Hunger, where it's as simple as getting donation boxes set up for um, Canadian Thanksgiving or during the holidays for, uh, to help the local food bank. Or I've seen chapters as well um, organise Christmas hams and Christmas food parcels so that families don't go hungry during the holidays. And for quality education, um, one of the my home chapter actually in America, one of the things that we did was we um, found that we had a lot of um, children from single uh, parent backgrounds and they were having to stay behind at school because they didn't have computers at home and so much of the homework was on the computers. So they either had to stay behind school or they had to get a bus and, um, and go to the library. And when you're a single parent, that's quite hard because how do you pay for the bus fares, making sure where your kids are as well. So we worked with a lot of local businesses where we said, don't throw away your old laptops, give them to us. So we worked with two of our members who owned a computer repair shop and we had some laptops donated and mobile phones donated and tablets donated as well, wiped them clean, installed them with the latest software as well, and then worked with a non-profit that looks after single parents to Mm -hmm. make sure that the laptops were going to people in need so that these children could do their homework and improve their education. And I think there's so many different projects that JCI chapters of all sizes can can do. And I think it's really it really speaks about how the JCs aren't just a local organisation or a national organisation, but we're an international organisation too, aren't we? Yes, of course. We have uh, we are a worldwide organisation with more than five thousand local organisations over one hundred countries. So. Um, like I said, the issues are different from one country to another. Um, but what I'm realizing it's, is I did the same training in Haiti. I did the same training in Suriname. I did it during the uh, ASPAC in uh, South Korea. And uh, something what's coming out regularly from participants is um, the quality education is uh, missing in many parts of this world. Mm-hmm. And for me, the quality education is... Um, from the key to the solution for many of the other um, the other goals, because if you know a lot, you can you reduce inequality. You can you can find a better work. You can make more money, so you have less hunger, so your health will be better. Um, so the for me, the education is the key of 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 all the rest. And where can where can the JCI member find out all all of the goals in one go? Because you've clearly got a good memory, but we don't expect you to list out all seventeen right now. So if I'm a member, where can I find out some more information? If you Google is your best friend mostly, and uh, or any other um, other site where you can just uh, find um, how do you call this uh, browse. Uh, but if you if you are looking for sustainable development goals, you find a lot of information. And if you go to the website of the UN, you can find a whole section about um, the SDGs, actually. Great. Thank you. So thank you so much for talking to us about the SDGs. Um, you've obviously got a lot of travel experience as well, uh, representing JCI this year as an international vice president. So what's been your favorite travel memory so far? That's another tricky one because... Um, each country is so particular and different, and it's very hard to compare uh, one country with another. When I want to compare Canada and the National Convention with the poverty I saw in Haiti, uh, there is no comparison possible. 
And in each country I came, I was uh, very well welcomed and, and I can see the spirit of JCR really in all members I met. And I, I cannot decide on one of, one of the best travels uh, this year because they were all amazing. That's great, that's great. And you've been a member for a long time and a former national president as well and a senator. What piece of advice would you give yourself if you went back in time to when you joined JCI? Well, I when I started in JCI, I was a quite um, uh, shy person, and I didn't I didn't dare to speak up. I didn't dare to talk in public, and. I, I'm quite proud of myself and I, this is something I, I would like give to give to, as an advice is um, stay curious and just go see behind the next step. Each time I was accomplishing a project or a, a, a position, I was looking for something new to discover what's happening at that level, what's what are they doing at that level? And this kept me going on different levels, uh, from local to regional to national to international level, because I really want to discover what is behind and what is the bigger picture of JCI. So if someone is coming to you and is, is offering you a position in a local, regional, or national board or whatever, then I would advise you, except you cannot make it for, uh, for a matter of of personal time or what or professional life, please accept all offers you get because the people who are coming to you and offering you a position are seeing a potential in you you might not yet see. And just trust them if they come to you, trust them and accept and go the next step. Great. Well thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming to visit all of the members in JCI Canada. Um, I've seen you out and about and it's great um, that interaction as well. We're reminding people that we truly are an international organization and the experiences that you that you get to meet. Where's your where's your next trip to before you finish your term? Well my next official trip, because I have another one in between, uh, my next official trip will be the national convention in Haiti in October. Wow well thank you so much again. Thank you for your time today. You're welcome. Thank, thank you, you for Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Um, these were your hosts, Neil and Sue, and stay tuned for more podcasts coming down the pipeline with JCI Canada.